0: going on everybody welcome to episode 79 of the rxp podcast the podcast where three working professionals talk all about their love for movies tv shows and video games i'm one of your hosts matt and today i am joined by tiffany
1: hello one of my favorite topics to talk about today
0: oh yes we have so much to talk about honestly and alex i swear listeners we're not dead we're
2: back I know it's been a while since the last episode, but we're here again. Oh my gosh. How long
0: has it been, honestly? A month? Well, as of recording, I think it's been a month. But for the listeners, who knows how long it's been. (laughs) I know. I know. I still got some thumbnails to make. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so far behind. Um, You know, life gets busy. And I think that's like the beautiful part of our podcast, because we're RxP, recommending experiences. These are three working professionals we exactly this is not our day job you know like this is just filling in having fun keeping in in touch yeah yeah exactly um guys we have so much to talk about because today the topic is going to be what have we been doing we we know we've not been recording we haven't been recording a podcast unless you guys started a side hustle like some side podcast on the end um other than that what have you guys been doing? You guys traveled, right? Like, I know you guys did some traveling. Yep. In between travels, what have you guys been up to? Tiffany, What's what's been going on?
1: So if I'm going to be completely honest, y'all, I have kind of hit a pulse on Hogwarts Legacy only <gasps> okay. because of all the travel that I've been doing. Um, gotcha. And I'm ready to get back into it. Like, I, my March is okay. looking a little. Oh, wait, March is almost over.
0: March uh, is almost over. <laughs>
1: my April is looking a little free ish. So okay. I'm excited to kind of get back into that. Um, but video game wise, honestly, I've been really playing and still playing Marvel Snap. It's been
0: do you th- a lot. Do of you snap. think that you're like dying down? With Marvel Snap?
1: Every time. Or are you like, I, still strong? Every time I think I am, I buy the season pass. I'm yeah. looking at the shop every eight hours. Now there's even more reason to look at the shop because I have yet to claim my free card. Have you claimed mm-hmm. your free card yet, Matt?
0: I just updated. Uh, Alex, I was telling her before you jumped on Discord. Um, I had a really busy day yesterday. And when you guys were texting about the new patches, <laughs> mm-hmm. I just wasn't looking at my phone I came back to like 30 messages from you guys and so I like read them all after the fact and I'm like it's been literal hours like I can't text them back about this um but anyway I did read all the patches all the patch notes that you guys talked about yeah and then I finally updated the app today okay so I, I still haven't claimed because I, I think the um he's like a fish guy a tuma it's not anchor a tuma? uh I'm not sure orca? if you're like the orca yeah oh yeah orca was in my shop I, I I was like, eh, ah, not about this life. Um right so now, I, don't, I
1: I have Umbaku, and I'm like, do I just get him for the memes? Like, do I just claim Umbaku because? And I'm yeah. like, I'm never gonna put him in my deck though. I don't know.
0: Have you seen those posts on Reddit where um Umbaku comes in and like, and he's like no decreases room. the points?
1: Oh, what?
0: And then people lose because he like comes in. To like a negative like, one zone of those or, something? Like, or um I've seen one where it's like the one where it's like plus five if you're the only card there. Yeah. And then Umbaku's like swept in and they lost that lane. Oh. And then they lost the match. I'm like, God. I, I have way too many trust issues for this card. That card is never hitting my deck.
1: I, You're right. I'm not claiming him. After that, I'm not claiming Umbaku.
0: I, I feel like there was like a time when he got introduced that it was just all over Reddit. And it's hilarious, but like also really scary
1: (laughs) you know what that kind of makes sense if he came out in november and i wasn't playing then so like Mm -hmm. i didn't know about that but that makes that makes sense and i didn't like thank you for cautioning me because now i will not claim umbaku and when i open him Mm -hmm. from a box i'll just be really sad about it um but yeah honestly like marble slap slap marble snap has kept my attention (laughs) and it it's doesn't help that Alex and I have spent some time together in the last month. Okay, that was part of my traveling, and we were feeding off each other's frenzy. Like we would wake up in the morning, and I'm like, I have Black Widow in my shop, and he's like, I have Agatha, or what? You know, we're just like updating each other, mm-hmm. and because yeah. I went when I went to visit and everything, and so like then we're like playing games like, together but separate, and then we'd each be like, look at my screen! Like, like, we're like, look, I just won! And, like, or he's, like, watching me play. He's like, don't do that. You should just leave. And I'm, like, not leaving. And then I lose. And he's like, I told you to leave. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then he will come over and be like, hey, should I make... This is the play. Look at this play. I just made this play. I committed. Is he coming? Oh, he just left. Look at that. Like, you know, so it's the community. The, com- the, fami- right. the familia. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. Yeah, so... That's been really fun.
2: I was gonna save this for later, but there's so much energy right now <laughs> that I need to mention it now. So I too, as Tiffany mentioned you know, been playing a lot of Marvel Snap, and most importantly, I want to point out you know this past weekend, particularly on this past Sunday, I played Snap for eight hours That's more than me. <laughs>
1: Matt eight hours out eight
2: hours basically that's eight, all i did this that's past a sunday day. that's all i did i snapped <laughs> i was snapping <laughs>
1: snap happy but
2: oh my it was gosh. specifically because and i want to direct you guys to the general chat in discord oh
1: my god is he gonna send us a screenshot that he hit infinite i swear to god oh my god the madman did it you wow. oh my god you were waiting till today Weren't and
2: so not funny anybody T- <laughs> Tiffany actually asked me yesterday, or a couple days ago, how high I got while I was playing Snap for that much. And I just told her, yeah, I hit like 88, it's whatever. Little did she know I was lying to her because I was holding off to reveal that wow. yes, on Sunday after eight <laughs> hours of grinding, I went all the way from 84 to 100. In five. In this wow. case, 105 and i broke infinite for the first time since playing snap all the way back you know in the love and thunder season last july but i did it and that I, was that I your goal
1: made was that it. one of I your goals i got the card back
0: sort of your goals isn't it
1: no my goal is to hit 90 and i'm not even getting there Oh, uh,
0: dude so that's madness that's absolutely madness i'm so excited for i'm that. like sitting at 37 <laughs> <laughs> And so it, it wasn't it wasn't
2: one of my goals for the year, but it was something specifically I wanted to do. So it wasn't like a goal that I made for the episode we recorded, you know, a few episodes yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. But it was something I wanted to do because, right as I mentioned before, you know, back in January I tried for it. I capped out at 91. You know, I was struggling. I was playing a destroyer ongoing deck, and mm-hmm. it just wasn't getting me there. But I knew if I could get that close to infinite, that I could get there. You know, go all the way if I just had the time. And, uh, just for clarity's sake. So I did get there when after second dinner made the adjustment to climbing rank. So every time you break a new, you know, 10th rank, so 70, 80, 90, you get an extra five ranks instead of just one. So that basically shortens the amount of games you need to play because that's half the amount of ranks you need to climb. And Mm -hmm. so not to say it makes it any easier, but at least it takes less time to get there. And so, with this change, I knew it was time to try and go for it. You know, not to say I was worried that they would change, make the uh, revert the change, but just that if I wanted to do it now, it would be a perfect time. And on top of that, on Sunday, as uh, Marvel Snap Second Dinner liked to do with their game, they made Project Pegasus the hot location. And for those of you that don't know, Project Pegasus is this turn you gain plus five energy. And so with that in mind, knowing that that location would appear 50% of my games, I used Matt's favorite card in order to help me climb, Professor X. Nice. And you know the moment... Project Pegasus revealed I was slapping that bad man down somewhere <laughs> and locking it down getting a free win most of the time you know there were a few times where I ended up losing because they played into the same lane so mm-hmm. I just instantly lost one location <laughs> but yeah. most of the time it won me a lane so I just had to focus on the other two lanes and I did it using a Modoc discard deck so this is you know revolve around swarm apocalypse Morbius Dracula you know the classics but mm-hmm. particularly yeah. with Modoc able to thin the hand, you know, make sure that on turn six, I only have Apocalypse in hand, right? Because I've played nice. everything else out. Yeah. And uh, Tiffany, you know, I recommend to her, and I told her that's that's why I capitalized when I texted you. I can assure you that that deck can reach infinite because I was able to do it. Nice. And so, you know, I recommend it for those of you out there. You know, obviously there was kind of a meta shift in terms of like a lot of a big cards got changed recently so a lot of people probably worried about how to climb but this deck was untouched for the most part so you can still play no problem uh, but yeah I had a lot of fun playing and at least now that I've proven to myself I can do it not to say I won't do it again but I'll I'm less you know dedicated to it right because obviously there's a lot of other things I want to get to but at least now that I have one month you know have that nice golden x-men card back Dang. in my collection. That is a really
0: cool card. Yeah, yeah. and it's... Cannot, it's uh, flex why so.
1: did they make the gold one, Infinite? Because X-Men is yellow. That's like the classic... Like, when I think of X-Men, you know what I mean? I think of those classic yeah. costumes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm so envious.
0: Yeah. I Like, listen, I, I still play every day. Mm-hmm. I am not as committed to the grind because I have been doing a lot of everything else mm-hmm. in my life, and... I'm I'm getting to the point where each and every day it's being a little bit maybe more of a chore for me to like get through and like make sure I do my dailies um, like I, I before like even just like a month ago I was like clearing out my challenges like zero out of six challenges then I would just have to wait like eight hours right right I have not seen zero challenges in a few weeks. Like, I always have, like, two or three or sometimes four, and the the first time since I started playing, I didn't do my challenges at six out of six, and then when they refreshed, I didn't get any new challenges. Like, this is the first time uh, since I've been playing at launch, so, or uh, not launch, when I started playing last fall. So, I'm enjoying it. That's the thing. I'm still having fun. I'm just not, I'm definitely not Putting in eight hours. Oh my gosh, Alex, you madman. Honestly,
1: this time shift though for daylight for those in mm-hmm. America or like those that aren't familiar, America just went through daylight savings time. And now our reset times are shifted an hour. And this later time for us, like, um, we're in the eastern time zone. So it used to hit six, two, and ten. Now it's seven, three, and eleven. And the 11 p.m. reset is really mm-hmm. dragging me down because I like I liked the 10 p.m. where I could basically still go to bed by 11. But mm-hmm. now, like at 11, sometimes I don't get go to bed till midnight if my day just became so busy. Right. Like, I don't know. Or I'm just trying to clear up my challenges in case I can't get to it, you know, by next day, whatever. It's I mean, obviously, first of all problem. Here we are. I'm just glad we have content. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Matt. I've ever since I've been in I've been all in which was why I was very hesitant to start this game in the first place like I knew it mm-hmm. would have its hooks in me so I've bought every season pass since I started um I went ahead and bought Nimrod's pass this current pass even though I like didn't care like like you know what I, I don't know it's mm-hmm. just like so much of for me so much of value with like the extra like things the past gives you like gold and like boosters and like i'm like you know what i can save 50 cents from target if i buy a google play gift card (laughs) let me let me get it so honestly very fun game i'm still in it we'll see how we are in like you know three months three months from now i could have also maybe skipped all my challenges because I've moved on, but I yeah. mean,
2: you need to at least play until you hit your
0: resolution. That's that's the ninety mandate. Oh god, I, hashtag it, goals. What what are you at right 77.
1: now? Seventy-seven.
0: Okay. Uh, what did you start it at?
1: I started at forty this season oh, okay. because okay, I got yeah, to seventy and like never got never hit eighty, and then or I did hit eighty and then I dropped below i think that's what it was i hit 80 and then i dropped to like 78 and i was like oh it's done like i'm not making it um and so like and then i dropped to 40 so then i've been like powering powering through but gotcha. yeah it's been fun i have this season mostly been playing the modok deck obviously that's only because well not obviously but like i bought last month's pass which mm-hmm. was modok so those who didn't by the pass would probably, like, not have Modok by now, unless they were super lucky with the opening of the boxes. Um yeah. But it is fun. I'm, I'm still having a lot of fun with that. Um. Also, in regards to, like, a TV show, a small TV show uh-huh. that I want to talk about. Uh, well, actually, there's a couple. But this one, The Last of Us, I have not oh, finished yeah. it. Okay. I have two episodes okay. left, but I'm very much enjoying my time with that show. Papa Pascal... Is my favorite Papa in television right now?
0: Oh, okay. So, like him collectively, yeah, over multiple shows.
1: Yes, Papa. Got it. Papa Mando. Papa Joel. You know what I'm saying? He's a good Papa.
0: Are you're up to date on Mandalorian?
1: So today is Wednesday, and I have not watched today's episode. But I I have seen three episodes.
0: I finished last of us mm-hmm. to me like i don't know did you know the story at all i did for i do you did okay i do um this was all brand new mm-hmm. for me okay like i've never seen anything oh, yes tell me honestly like here's the thing i i i have heard mumblings about last of us mm-hmm. like little spoilers here and there or <laughs> what i thought were spoilers or maybe like when someone would talk on the podcast i would like s- like fast forward through it but sometimes you like catch the end of a sentence And then your mind kind of like fills in the blank. Yes. So I actually thought I knew what happened at the end of season one. And um, I didn't. I definitely didn't know what was going. So maybe it's Last of Us part two that I got spoiled on. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, But I love that show. That show was awesome. I I think some people were like, oh, it's the same story for me. Hey, all brand new. All brand new for me. It was awesome. Great action. Uh, the characters were super fun, very believable. It was depressing, but like fantastic, like just well-written, well-directed, loved it from start to finish. Mandalorian on the other end, I've actually only watched the first episode. And that didn't grip
1: you? No, I mean, the first episode has been pretty strong for me.
0: Um, I am like, I like being in this world again. Mm Mm-hmm. But I want to do something else with my time for right now, like so I'm planning on finishing it, like of course, like i I really enjoy it, um, I just haven't kind of been in the mood for it, I guess like i I fully plan to especially when the season ends, I'll probably just like blow through it very quick, just wait until um, it's all
1: out there. I mean that makes
0: yeah i I guess my concern is I. Mandalorian and this is this goes with any show I I've always been a little bit concerned and I think I'm getting more concerned of should this show have ended after the main quest was done Mm -hmm. and I don't know the answer to that but like in the back of my mind I'm like "Ah, that makes me less like excited to see it because I'm worried that they're just gonna ruin it so I don't know I enjoyed the first episode it wasn't like fantastic but it was like it was good
1: Episode three was my least favorite episode so far. Because I was like, I was just like, I'm not vibing with this right now. Like, I don't. Can I fast forward? Yeah. (laughs) um, But Mm -hmm. with The Last of Us, I was watching it in chunks at a time. So, like, I'd watch, like, a couple episodes together at a time. Did you watch week by week, Matt?
0: Week by week. Okay. Oh, dang. That must
1: have been some, like, waiting.
0: It's intense. Yeah. Yeah. It was really intense because like Maddie and I had no idea what was happening day by day. And she's like, is he dead? Like, is he going to die? Yeah. Like, and I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm, I kind of think I know, but I, it turns out I didn't know. Like (laughs) I had no idea, (laughs) but then it like, it was really interesting. And then kind of jumping on Twitter and kind of seeing what other people were talking about. And a lot of like, supposedly the same discourse was happening of like, The ending of Last of Us Part One is Joel a good guy? And like seeing kind of like the discourse that happened initially in 2013 whenever Last of Us Part One came out. It's kind of interesting because I wasn't part of that zeitgeist, but now I am. Because it's almost like, it brought up like old wounds for some of these people. Like yeah. these people came out of the woodwork and it was like, I told you so, you know, like yeah. people just going crazy. Um, but yeah, I love that show. Like honestly, one of it's, it's one of the, the new standard for me for video game adaptations. I know we've talked about it in the past, but whew, like this looks good to me. Like it's getting people who don't care anything about video games to ask about a video game.
1: Yeah, like I have friends at my new job that have never played it and are watching it and love mm-hmm. it.
2: Alex, did you watch any of it? No, so I'm in the boat where for neither The Mandalorian nor Last of Us have I started either. I do have access to both, so I do intend on getting through both, but they're not like up on the docket yet because something else is consuming my time right now. But as you guys pointed out, I just want to also bring light to how effective it is or how important it is that something like The Last of Us can reach such a broad audience. As they mentioned, I think I saw statistics. It's HBO's, or at least HBO Max's, like, second most, like, watched, like, new show, like, just behind, I think it was Game of Thrones, right? Uh, So the fact that this almost had near, right, only second to one of, you know, the most famous shows in the past, you know, decade or so. Yeah. To show that games have good story or can have good story. And I think being like having this adapted from the game to a show format and bringing that to the audience that more than likely most of the people that watch it will never play the game or any of the games, despite them already announcing that part two is going to be adapted and they'll probably be over the course of two seasons it's going to be very interesting to see the general discourse around people theorizing what's going to happen right when like, here we are, you know, the game came out in 2020 part two, that is, and we've known what the story is this whole time. And so by the time season two and season three of the show come out, you know, we're probably going to be five, six, seven years removed. And so it's definitely Mm -hmm. going to be a similar thing of reliving, you know, the discourse and seeing people's opinions of like, should, this character have done that should this have happened like why did this happen and it definitely is that thing where you know I come when I finished and got the platinum for last of us part two I was really you know it was I was torn between saying it was a good game because I think it was such a good story for me that I'm like this is a good experience but I don't know if it's a good game because I don't know if I want to play the game ever again like this is one of those times where i went through it and it was such an emotional story that by the end of it i was tired and i'm like man i i had to play through it twice or like basically twice to get the platinum but i think i might be like done for good whereas like stiff, even like last of us part 1 i've played through i think 3 times uh you know that campaign not being as long as part 2 is but it goes to show that that was right. Such a good game and story, but part two being so much more complicated, I'm interested to see the public perception of it because especially there's a few moments where I'm like, I don't know like how like bringing this story to a wider audience is going to go as opposed to, you know, the you know only few, maybe 10 or 20 million people that played the game. So,
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I like, it's definitely one of those things where, I want to play part one now and I'll play part two likely before season two comes out. Cause I, I think they're projecting 2025 yeah for season two yeah and that's only going to be the first half of part two. <laughs> so like I should definitely be done that. So it'll be interesting to see next season because I'll flip from like someone who knows nothing to someone who's seen it before um so very interesting i will say i've really enjoyed last of us my favorite thing that i've watched and something i wanted to bring up is actually a documentary have you guys heard of uh player two productions psych odyssey no i
2: have the the documentary of the making of psychonauts 2
0: yes yes it is it i i guess it's shadow drops like they just dropped 32 episodes on YouTube and said, hey, we've documented it all. Like, this is straight from Double Fine. We have 32 episodes about the development of Psychonauts 2. Like, here it is. Like, just very transparent. And so it's probably close to 20-some hours of documentary. And it's amazing. Like, honestly, one of the best pieces of media i have i have consumed and like addicted to consumed always trying to watch more and trying to get through it but also like regretting that episode 32 was on the horizon and like i was going to have to say goodbye to this documentary honestly one of my favorite things that i've consumed in the past few years like this when we're talking about end of the year best experiences
1: wow i
0: I'm pretty sure it's a lock for me. Like it is something that I would be shocked if something non-gaming is, if there's enough non-gaming stuff that knocks it off my list. Like it is one of those things where it's so, it was just so fascinating. Like for 10, they documented for 10 years just right before Psychonauts 2. All, it went through the pandemic. It went through the Microsoft acquisition of Double Fine. Like, there's so many cool and interesting things about game development that I just didn't know. And more than anything, like, it was just about the people of Double Fine. Like, people left. People got upset about changes in the in the um, development. And you know what? They had a meeting, and someone kind of, like, makes a snide comment, and they kind of zoom in on them, and they're like, oh, you could tell they're not happy. Like, I've seen that same face at my workplace now. <laughs> and then, like, the next episode, that person leaves. And, like, they're like, yeah, just... just. Oh, so they left there to join your workplace. No, not my <laughs> workplace. Yeah. Who knows where they went to. Um, like, people were in p- places of power, and, like, it turned into, like, a toxic work group. And then it's, like, them working through that. And Tim Schaefer, who's the studio head, like, having to make tough decisions for the sake of his company. And, like, honestly... It's one of those things where I cried multiple times watching this movie, like this documentary. Like it is, it was so much about the people. It was so much about being transparent with everything. Nothing was off limits. Like there was barely any editing out conversations, like tough conversations were happening. And this was also a game that I loved. Like it was on my top six. It was on Alex's top six. Like Psychonauts 2 was an awesome game. And to see like, when they're talking about early stage development, I'm like, I don't remember what they're talking about. Like, I do not remember the stage. And it's because it went through so many iterations that, like, it's just you can't even recognize it by the end, by the end product. Um, so it's a huge recommendation. Like, if you're interested in game development, um, Alex, you said that you heard of it. Have you started it at all?
2: No, so it's also on my to-do list along with Mandalorian and The Last of Us. I think it, in a way, I know we mentioned or I mentioned this on a previous episode that you know, uh, part of the reason why I liked uh, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow is because that was more of a fictionalized take on mm-hmm. game development. Uh, but at least it gave kind of an insight to say, you know, all the uh, I don't I'm pretty sure the author is never been involved in game development but it's this idea of saying right like these are real people right you know you when you get the game and you play it and you see this kind of creative technical piece right and you're enjoying it for what it is you know most people usually skip the credits but you realize right typically you know some of these credits these days they run for like 15 20 30 minutes like these are hundreds if not thousands of people that you know even mm-hmm. in small roles are involved in the making of these things. And I really appreciated that novel kind of shedding light to say, Hey, realize that while they're making this game, there's still a lot of also other, uh, things that they have to deal with right just as human people and I feel like yeah. part of psychosy is that revelation to say hey we're going to show you that real human interaction that these people are having meetings on the day-to-day right mm-hmm. like they have to deal with you know we were just a choir and so now we have this kind of weird like ownership now but then we still have to put it out due to right previous agreements or whatever mm-hmm. or who knows and then also right switching to the whole pandemic development lifestyle and getting a sneak peek peek behind like how do devs actually get that done right when everything's supposed to be uh safe and secure you know you don't want any leaks of the game or code or whatever going out mm-hmm. but then also just uh having that as insight to say listen you know realize that when things get delayed or things take a while to come out here's a, here's like a free public thing to say here are the reasons why they may come out maybe someone has had you know personal issues maybe there's technical issues maybe you know it's some weird management thing that the people mm-hmm. on the ground actually making the game have no say in right mm-hmm. and not to say i you know ex- think that that's what's in there i mean i expect that to be in there just due to the fact that right it took i think it was like seven eight years for the game to actually come all the way out um but i appreciate those insights right because me being someone that maybe eventually wants to be in game development that's something i want to keep in mind to say hey i might have a vision for something but it might take me you know decade plus you know hopefully not that long maybe less than a, you know a few years to get something out the door but that's going to be a long journey with a lot of mm. you know winding decisions you have to make to like get across the finish line
0: like i i cannot recommend it enough honestly it is such a human project, like it, it almost reminds me of um boy, or boyhood. Was it boyhood? Um, the one where they like oh, it was raising Kratos, right? Like, um, the God of War. No,
1: I think he's talking about that movie that was oh. filmed over like twelve years or something.
0: Yeah, oh, it was like a, okay. it was like an Oscar movie. Yeah, and, and it was something where they filmed this boy's childhood basically. Um, but it like it's it's very interesting. I I am not someone who's in game development like health system and couldn't be further from what they are like they are Creatives. very much artists yeah they're creative types this is very opposite of the people in my meetings <laughs> day in and day out like it is we're more analytical and we're we're looking at different ways but it's so interesting to see what they deal with in their workspace and how much that reflects to my workspace like it's the weirdest thing. It's almost like it just feels very human. Like- yeah, yeah. it's the same, same problems. It's just like a different shade. And honestly, it's like I learned from it of like, hey, how do you lead a group? How do you get someone motivated? How do you give someone ownership to something that they are brand new at? And that's something for me I'm like trying to reflect on for me and myself because, hey, I deal with a lot of young practitioners. And like, how do I get them motivated? And sometimes I'm like, sometimes recently, I feel like I've just been like beating my head against the wall, like trying to figure out how to do this. And it was really interesting to watch this documentary because I was like, okay, other people in other fields, like even if they're super creative, they deal with the same thing that I do. Um, So I can't recommend enough. I, I got really emotional multiple times because like you get to know double fine and when they start winning and they like they meet a milestone and they start feeling moved like because you know them and it's like such a huge project that like you're watching them for 20 plus hours you just can't help yourself like i i teared up multiple times teared up big time at the finale cuz it was just like man I feel like I know these people. Like yeah. I looked them up. I looked up some of them on LinkedIn just to see what they're doing now. Um, oh. And a lot of them are still there. It's just, it's cool. It, it makes me very excited uh, to see where they go from here. It was something that I did not have my, on my radar, but honestly, one of the best experiences I've had in the past couple of years. So if that at all interests you, you know, just take a peek, take a peek. How did it, you stumble across it? It's really worthwhile. Um, Minmax. Minmax, um, I love Minmax content. Um, I think Ben Hansen, I've said it multiple times. I think he's one of the best interviewers in general. And he fell in love with it, and he actually made bonus content of him interviewing Tim Schaefer, him interviewing player, uh, two player productions, the the company that did the documentary. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, I got I gotta see all That's these new cool. things. I actually haven't um, watched his interviews. Um, but it was really good. I also, um, I don't know if you can tell, like my voice is maybe a little bit shoddy. A couple weeks ago, um, I actually got the flu. Um, so I was oh, for like a weekend, I was just like sitting on the couch and it was comfort food to watch this documentary and just like sit and watch and, and do this. Um, so yeah, fantastic. One of the best things that I've done this year. That's amazing. I don't even know how to talk about it. Yeah,
1: I know. Alex, say <laughs> something that you've done.
0: <laughs>
2: okay. So in, in the similar line of watching things, I want to go back to, you know, our resolutions and right, my my minor resolution was again through my watching backlog. So in particular, two things I watched. Uh the first being, you know, Tiffany and I, as we mentioned, we were watching Big Bang Theory. We finally finished it. It's done. Nice. 12th season we realized we had watched actually a little bit of it so in reality we only had like almost half the season to go yeah. but we wasted a lot of time rewatching in the beginning we were like, were like I do we know what happens and then we realized yes we do know what happens so we skipped ahead and finally to the parts that we didn't watch finished it honestly I don't recommend anyone in this day and age in 2023 to go back and watch How it because I feel like the humor <laughs> and a lot of the jokes are of the era, so I don't recommend it from a you know kind of going back to it kind of perspective. But I'd say if you had watched any part of it, it it wraps up nicely. You know, I won't spoil it here. I but teared it's up that, at the end. Yeah, you if, did. You, I did. if you appreciate that story, I think it has a very soft and fun ending that makes sense. And, you know, it's satisfying, right? Because I feel like especially for things that run for more than, you know, even Last of Us, right, potentially might only be three seasons, not that long, you know, time run or runtime-wise. But when you look at, you know, even sitcoms, right, that run for more than a decade, you know, that's a long time to be watching these. Like, that's a whole generation's Mm -hmm. worth of, like, experiences. And being able to stick the landing is something I've always... Uh, been afraid of because, right, having also, you know, previously finished Supernatural, that was something where I'm like, how is this going to end? And that, you know, in a way being slightly less satisfying, but it's still good for the characters. I would say Big Bang Theory at least does, you know, steps it up a notch and is a much better ending for its story. And so I really appreciate it. So that was a good time. Uh, And then the other thing being The Glass Onion, a Knives Out story. Fantastic. Yeah, watched it. I would say... I don't like it as much as the first. I think the first is a better mystery, uh, mm-hmm. but I do love the acting in the second one. Like, I think it's a great movie, you know, it being available on Netflix. You know, if you have Netflix, go watch it. I recommend it. Um, I, I think in some ways it's a little bit more predictable, uh, mostly because I feel like some of the story paths are set up very plainly. except for, you know, there's a couple of twists where I didn't expect it. But if you're more keen observer you'd probably notice to be like that doesn't make sense and then realize okay that's why it didn't make sense because it was supposed to be something else. Um but I really enjoyed it. You know, it was something um I watched on the plane too because I was traveling over this period and so it uh really filled that void and you know time flew by. I was able to watch all of it and it was a great time. Didn't I, you watch I... one other
1: thing, Alex? You watched another thing. Do you not have it on your list?
2: Oh, I didn't watch another thing. I forgot. My bad. Oh, my bad. My yeah. Gosh. So the third thing I watched oh, and finished, and that is The Witcher season two. Uh, oh, okay. So that was also on my backlog. Now, so it is on my list. I realized I forgot to mark it off, which is why I didn't realize it was oh, to uh, talk about. It. So let me mar- let me mark it off right oh,
1: now on your notepad.
2: On your notepad. Um, yeah. Do so, you think it's worth it?
0: Season two. Season yes. Two? Did you
2: not know watch uh, it?
0: I don't think so. I think I'm still halfway through. (gasps) I think.
2: Oh my goodness. I know. I think it does a real, you know, not, it not being Blood Origin, right? So we don't watch Blood Origin. Origin Don't watch
1: Blood Origin. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: But I think the way it further develops the characters, and at least, right, we still have confirmation that Henry Cavill will be Geralt at least for one more season, uh, right, for season three. I would say that this. Definitely solidifies that, you know, the story and the acting really lead up to this next season. And so definitely if you enjoyed season one, I'd say get through season two because I feel like season three is really going to be where at least, you know... (laughs) for Cavill will be the mm-hmm. end of this story because we're, we're going to go through this journey and there's hopefully some sort of culmination, even though we know the story is going to proceed past season three. Mm-hmm. I think at least you can enjoy what these threes in three seasons, I feel like will be kind of like a mini arc or an arc in and of itself. And uh, there's a lot of heart, I think. And which is why I enjoyed it. Like a lot of the story in season two involves the bonds between characters, and really, that is what pulls me into it to say, right? I don't really care about the world, you know. Honestly, the world is like any other medieval fantasy where there's right, there's monsters, there's magic, and then there's you know, knights in armor, right? There's mm-hmm. nothing that in the world really st- stands like The in wrinkly apart. armor, wrinkly armor, yeah. Um, but you know, maybe the monsters look different too because it's like I, I've never seen like a, a treant. In, you know, Harry Potter or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Or I guess technically the Wamping Willow is a tree? I don't know. It's not really a tree. No, it's not. It's just a sentient tree. It's not sentient. I, it's not I think sentient? It's just, tree is just that... reflexive.
1: I mean, it's like a piranha mm. plant. Or not a piranha plant, but, you know, like a, a Venus flytrap. PD? No. PD piranha? No, I mean, I think it's supposed to be like a Venus flytrap. It just does. Uh, oh, okay. it just
0: Do you think nice. Petey, the piranha plant, is sentient?
2: Petey, the piranha plant, is definitely sentient.
1: Yeah, he's sentient. <laughs>
0: Man. I mean, you, you play him in Super Mario Sunshine. You're Fantastic. not
2: playing yeah. Petey in Smash. You're He's playing you. That's how sentient he is.
0: That's not even That's not even Petey. That's, that's not just, just a piranha, piranha plant. plant. Yeah. But so so now is, it, is every piranha plant sentient? That's the question. It's a hive mind.
2: You know, they're all connected to PD, and Petey <laughs> c- controls every problem.
0: Honestly, that's the scariest part of The Last of Us, which they like played up in the first like few episodes yeah. and never touched it ever again. Yes. It's like, oh, if you touch the vine, all these people are going to wake up and come rip your face off. Yeah. And then they never, like, they never got into that situation ever again. Yeah. It's like, wow, they really learned their lesson. <laughs> they're like weird going in the middle of Wyoming and we're never coming back. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so I really enjoyed it. I'd recommend it, especially if you watch season one. So for you, Matt, yes. Okay. Finish season two.
0: That's good to know. That's good to know. I, uh, so there was a couple other shows that I want to at least shout out to say that I watched it because I feel like I've done a lot of watching, which is great. I, because last of us was so impactful. Went through the director's old project, um, (gasps) which was Chernobyl. Oh God, that was was so
1: heavy. Awesome, I know, so good, but so it was
0: so heavy. And the reason it was so heavy is because it was freaking true. I
1: know, it was true. That's what bothered me the most.
0: Watching them make these stupid decisions about like, like everything to do with radiation, like every choice that they're doing. It's like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, they're going to die. And then at the end, it's like, yeah, everybody who, who watched it from the bridge died. It's like, yeah, of course they died. Like, of course they did. Like, this is just awful. Um, it was, it was really good, though. Like, everybody has been telling me, okay, you've got HPL, You need to watch Chernobyl. You need to watch Chernobyl. And I finally did it, and honestly, it was so good. Like, just so good. Like, chef's kiss one of the best things on hbo max and it's only four episodes i think
1: it's like five, four or five four or maybe? five yeah i think it's five but yeah it was like yeah short and sweet
0: yeah very short and sweet i also watched white lotus um i i'm <gasps> fine either way what
1: really Cause I, you told I, me you themes, like binge watched it and like stayed up too late like
0: it was one of those it's one of those car crashes you just can't stop looking at like that's that's it's one of those shows where it's, like, so awful. Like, the people are so terrible to each other. So, of course, you just have to watch. Like, you have to watch more. Um, at the end of it, I was like, okay, like, I won't rewatch any of these seasons. But when season three happens, like, I'll probably watch it. Like, it's what? one of those things where it's like, oh, okay. I just got to know, you know. Okay, okay. Because um, I kind of want to watch
1: it. I kind of want to watch
0: it. Have you heard the theme song? No. Okay, you're you're all homework and everybody at home. Go listen to the theme song of White Lotus because it is one. It's weird, but play it twice. You know, the first time you can judge it a little bit. Second time, you'll be bopping. Like it is awesome. It's so good. Okay. I love it so much. Okay. Um, honestly, I think that's the best part of the entire show. Honestly. The
1: theme song, and you're like, take it or leave it with the plot.
0: Uh, yeah. Like you'll see, you'll see what I'm talking about. Like it is one of those things where it's like I. This makes me hate humanity as a oh, whole. Oh, see,
1: that's, t- because, that's like, tough.
0: Because, like, because at the end of each season, you're just like, I no hate No one everyone. is good. Oh, no. Like, I don't like anyone. Like, even the person that's like, oh, they're really sweet. It's like, no, then they do something stupid in episode six, and you're like, dang it, Karen. <laughs> Like, why did you do that? Because yeah, um, she's
1: Karen. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah,
0: exactly. Man, um, Matt
2: here is just watching all these depressing shows.
1: <laughs> I know,
0: I know. So then I decided I'm going to go watch a show that comes out soon. Like, the the last season comes out, I think, in a couple days. And that's Succession. So we started watching Succession season one, and it's pretty good so far. We haven't really gotten too far into it. Have you guys seen it?
1: No, because I don't care I about wanted to bring this espionage. Up. I don't really... <sighs>
0: okay all right i I mean you guys had seen it
1: i guess that's kind of debatable (laughs) because i will watch the korean drama version of corporate espionage okay um but yeah i succession didn't really seem up my alley you know i like there were no dragons or swords
0: there was no dragons no swords got it no that's your criteria yeah no No sentient piranha plants yeah to be seen anywhere
1: or and like no one was laughing you know what i'm saying like uh,
2: but yeah. the Super Mario Brothers movie, though, oh, they got they got plants.
1: They do, and they have They've people got laughing. a
0: ton of sentient things. Yeah. What is a toad? Uh, wanna... A mushroom. He's. Why is it called a toad? Like, why is Toadstool. it called toad? Toadstools. Oh, yeah, okay. toadstools. All right. I'll, I'll let it. I'll let it. He's like, it he, I sit corrected. <laughs> yeah. They're... All right. All right. Like, it's not a great reason, but wow, I Matt, that's
1: kind of wild. Like, you're typically not a TV guy, and you're just I know. like, you're like eaten.
0: I know TV. I'm eating and it's not even this is the thing Alex is like crossing things off his list and I have not been you've just been adding like, new
1: things to your list you're like now I gotta shows, watch season three I had
0: no goal about shows <laughs> yeah. and I've like been really focused on it um I will say like my one movie a week I'm up to nine movies so there's only been 12 weeks so far this year so I'm pretty close like I I'm I'm at least in striking distance so i I should be able to nail that
2: you know you, you don't need to worry about crossing things off your list because I think it's that flip side where you you know you feel like your squidward in that meme where you're you know looking out the window and then you see everyone you know everyone being Spongebob and Badrick having fun outside, mm-hmm. but you're just stuck inside where I'm like, I know I would enjoy these things and not to say I'm intentionally putting them off, but it's that kind of like feels bad moment where. If I'm willing to watch this, I should also watch this other thing first. And so that's kind of my motivation too. And so that's why being able to get through stuff like, you know, Glass Onion and Witcher season two, you know, I'm happy, right? Because these are things I've wanted to watch, just that they're old. So yep. the fact that I got to them now, clear, you know, I'm further clearing the backlog to be able to get to the new stuff, you know, things like Psych Odyssey, which I will eventually watch, despite I it being wait. 22 hours, and probably longer than anything else I'm going to watch this year, uh, even long, you know, longer than the Snyder Cut or Snyder Cut times five, <laughs> but uh, that eventually I'll get there but it is that thing where I'm like man I see you're having fun right now you're enjoying it I'm like I can't wait to be there with you you know we're probably gonna have a conversation definitely at the end of the year about this it's definitely gonna come up now that at least the two of us will probably have watched it by then uh so you know hopefully I'll be there with you but as of now I'm like just gotta trudge through all this other stuff first
0: and then I can get there
1: so what else have, have you we, been trudging, trudging through?
0: I was just oh. about to say, like, we've been talking a lot about shows. About shows. I in mean, we some movies.
2: We popped off on Snap. We were snapping.
0: That's true. I guess that was a game. But, like, I haven't heard much about games from either of you.
1: So, I really need to get back to Fire Emblem. Like, I. Uh, yeah, that Fire came Emblem in January, and I was like, I was in it for like six hours and that's like not that's like literally the tutorial
0: you know what Hold i'm on. saying you've only played six only hours played of engage like,
1: yeah i've only played six hours of oh
0: game. no tiffany <gasps> Matt, She's disengaged. it's
1: because it, it came out like a week before hogwarts
0: okay and how many hours have you done in hogwarts
1: <laughs> 19 hours or something
0: okay i think oh, wow. i
1: think wait i'm pretty sure i hit almost 20 hours
2: Oh, I finished the story in nineteen. Maybe
1: hours. I maybe it was sixteen hours. I don't know. It's between sixteen and twenty hours. I was playing that game. And let's let's be real, you guys. School was a lot. I I was in night classes, and that the last class. You talking about I, Hogwarts? <laughs> I wish. I wish. Like you know potions know. class. Yeah, so you just know, like came out of nowhere. Yeah, just,
0: the professor garlic. I had to. Yeah, freaking plant, Make a bunch of plants. Yeah, and get stuff. like
1: manure all over me. Um, but yeah. no, yeah. So like my night class for my professional life, was just like destroying me this last gotcha. session. That's really sad. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so honestly, on my docket is really Fire Emblem and Hogwarts. I need to get back to it while I balance Snap.
0: What's your next game releasing this year? That's a- That you are like, I need to play this, so maybe I should get on Hogwarts quick. To make room.
1: That is such a good question because literally yesterday a friend asked me, are you getting Tears of the Kingdom on release? <gasps> yeah. And I was like, probably. But then I was like, mm-hmm. wait, if I'm saying probably like that, am mm-hmm. I? Am I getting it? I pre-ordered like, Final Fantasy 16, so that's coming no matter what. Okay. Okay. But like I don't know. I don't know. It's either going to be Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom or Final Fantasy 16.
0: Gotcha. Like are you going to use your your uh, voucher?
1: So for Tears of the Kingdom? I did not purchase the vouchers because You did not. No, I'm such okay. a weirdo. I just I love just having junk in my house. You know, so like I'm like a dragon. Okay, first of all, I basically am a dragon. I like hoarding things in my home, and get very shiny things. Yeah, I like shiny things. So like I want. This is why
0: you want dragons and swords in your TV shows. Exactly,
1: because it's like it all
0: makes sense. And And uh,
2: big crabs too.
1: (laughs) Big crabs
2: for moana the big crab
1: oh don't talk about him i don't like him he's like the least he's like my least favorite part of moana
2: <laughs> right but he likes shiny things he does he
1: does um but yeah so like i i want the physical game like did you guys not hear about the freaking eShop just being shut down like
2: no it's still open I mean, you know ps i mean anyone that listens to this will be long dead but if somehow you've hacked in to our data it's still open uh, for the next for
0: few days like, oh, 3DS and Wii U and yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
1: so like what yeah. happens i mean granted let's be real who knows in 10 years if i'm even going to be touching my switch again because i haven't yeah. turned on my 3DS in like 4 years but mm-hmm. like i want the cartridge that tastes bitter when you try to lick it you know what i'm saying
2: yum yep Yum. Matt,
1: you look confused. Do you not remember way back when, like the whole big thing was like they didn't want children to eat it because it's so small that they put this oh. weird, like it's like you know when you spray things that, so that your yeah cats like the sour spray don't yeah apparently cartridges taste but ba- I never tasted it I never t- but like there were reports that it tasted bad.
2: Wow, so that okay, goes yeah, to show the first time who I've heard was that. the person to break that news.
1: That's a yeah. great question. I'm I'm hoping it was a child. I'm hoping it was
0: like a a press release by Nintendo. Oh, They're Nintendo like just so officially. you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or it's just like a really in depth unboxing of like the first Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Um, um, also,
1: another reason why I didn't get the vouchers is because you have to get two vouchers, and I was like, what the hell is game number two going to be for me? And I literally couldn't even name a game that was confirmed release. Pikmin Four. It sounds great, but, like, I'm not playing that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Matt, mm-hmm. I didn't want to commit to two vouchers.
0: Funny you should say this. uh, Because, you know, my Nintendo Switch has been pretty idle, I would say. Mm-hmm. It, it's been very idle. And my thinking, when I'm starting to look through kind of what games are coming in, you know, I picked up, I, I started to try to... um live again with our fantasy critic yeah i actually claimed to uh which came out yesterday How'd it that got I like do? a 77 so oh, okay. it was fine okay. you know like you know i was like this is gonna be like a stray game like for better for worse but you know it's positive points whatever um but then i started looking and i was like tears of the kingdom comes out in may i i got it i got a beat Legend of Zelda. Oh, Breath of the Wild again. Yeah. So I was like, you know, let me just log on my Nintendo Switch. Logged on Nintendo Switch. My my buddy James, he actually invited me to his family plan so that I like have some of like that additional content. Yeah. Then just got sucked in to my Nintendo Switch. So I've actually been playing the past few nights. Um I started playing The Minish Cap. Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap for Game Boy Advance that I've never played before. Yeah. Um, so I've been playing it on like their, whatever their virtual console is called now. Mm-hmm. Um, Nintendo online. Yeah. Whatever,
1: Nintendo switch Online. NSO
0: for uh Game Boy Advance. And it's awesome. Like it's ported so well. It, it's a fun game. I'm really enjoying it. And it's like getting me in the mood to play legend of Zelda. My plan is to finish Minish cap. I've just like been playing it like at night and it's just been super fun. Um, And then after that, I'm just going to like going to boot up Breath of the Wild, see where I'm at and get the Master Sword and beat Ganon and like get prepped for May 12th because I'm going to play it on launch. I bought two vouchers as of two days ago. Excellent. So like me asking you, like if you got your vouchers, I bought my two vouchers because for a hundred bucks, you get two vouchers and 70 of those bucks is going to be one game. Like to me, that is such an awesome deal. And like, You know it's going to be seventy bucks for like the next eight years, when it then gets you know sold for sixty dollars instead of (laughs) seventy dollars for like Black Friday. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to do with the other one. To be honest, I think like maybe if Pikmin gets a like a good review or a couple good reviews, maybe better. It's on
2: my fancy critic.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like maybe. What about Fire Emblem? It might also. Yeah, exactly. That Fire Emblem has been my back pocket where it's like. You know what? I love Fire Emblem. So, if nothing else at the end of this 365-day period because it's like expires 365 from this day, you... so yeah. March 20th or whatever it was, 2024. If nothing else, like maybe hey. Hey, here's me just being very hopeful you guys Mark, come closer. I'm coming. I'm here. What if what if Metroid Prime 4 releases next January? One, I would Lose my mind, <laughs> but two, I would use a voucher for that. So, okay. like, you never know. You okay. never know.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, I thought you were going to ask for Mario Odyssey too.
0: That that's probably more realistic, and I would love that too. Um, but the thing is, is like I, I'm falling in love with my Nintendo Switch again. Oh, I've been throwing that. so much shade, yeah. but like, I, you know, like I saw Cecil online, and yeah. I was like, you know, I haven't spoken to him since uh, Animal Crossing, <laughs> but like. I'm really glad that he's playing Nintendo 64 Virtual Console, <laughs> and I'm just vibing over here on the Game Boy Advance. Like this is this is peak gaming, guys. Like this is it. Um, this so community, just, yeah, it's There's just something. There's just something about Nintendo. Familiar like, plan. Yeah. These first party games, even those that were like in 2005 when Minish Cap came out, like I never never touched it, and now I'm touching it, and I'm like, this is this is awesome. This is awesome. I'm I'm having so much fun uh playing that at night.
1: That's all wait, so is is Tears of the Kingdom your next release then technically?
0: I think so. I think so. Like right now, um I had a pretty heavy first half of the year where like I was interested in a lot of games. Reviews came out to where I was maybe not in a rush to play some of those games. Right. Um but like a current game, like my main game that I'm playing right now is Wo Long: Fallen Dynasty. Like oh, it is, okay. it was on Game Pass. It's a Soulsborne game, very similar to Neo. Um, is it the same developers? As it Neo? is. It's the same dev team. It is. It is like a stripped down version of Neo. I think it's a little bit easier than what I've experienced from Neo. I don't know if anybody else feels that way or if that's like the consensus. Um. But it is a beautiful game and it is so much fun. I played it for like three hours before this recording today. Wow, like dang! Is, yeah, so like it's it's definitely as soon as I platinumed Hogwarts Legacy, like I put 50 hours in that game. As soon as I stopped, I was like, gotta download Wolong because this game looks awesome and it is so much fun. So like balancing Wolong, which is like very technical, very intense kind of frustrating and then at night playing a fun Game Boy Advance game like it is it is this weird thing where I, the dopamine is just like high all the time I love like that. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this Soulsborne experience but also like enjoying just winding down talking to little elves with you know Legend of Zelda Minish Cap like it is it's so much fun so I think my next one maybe Redfall which is, like, the beginning of May. Okay. And I think previews just came out, and I think that looks pretty good. Like, a lot of people are talking pretty highly about it. But then right after that, 10 days later, Tears of the Kingdom, I think that's going to be my next one where it's like, okay, dropping everything, and this is what is happening.
1: Question. Are you taking mm-hmm. a PTO day?
0: I should. But probably not. Oh, oh I, okay. <laughs> I, I think, um, I think I'm doing some... You might just happen to fall ill, you know? Like, it's a Friday. I think I'm already traveling, honestly. Okay. I think we've got, like, a wedding, maybe, or some something is around that time. So this might be one of those things where, hey, passenger seat gaming. That sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not driving. Yeah. <laughs> Usually I am, but you know what? Today on May 12th. <laughs> I gotta save a kingdom, everybody.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: No,
2: it's too late. They're already crying. Oh, oh that's true. That's true. <laughs> so, Matt, it's funny you brought up Chia that you drafted, and then you mentioned it's like Stray because I finished Stray myself. Oh wow! Because that was on my list. To do, you know, obviously, I am trying to go through all of the game of game of the years for 2022 that were nominated. Mm-hmm and so Stray was one of them that I haven't played yet, so I got through it. I'd say I don't recommend anyone buy this game, mostly because I don't, as a game, I don't think there's a lot there. Okay. But if you have access to a service which it is available on, namely PlayStation Plus Extra, and I'm not sure if it's on Game Pass, or I don't think it's on Xbox at all. I don't all. think it's on Xbox. But yet, if yeah. you can find it somewhere where it is free to you via legal means... I'd recommend it at that point, but I, I think as a, even though it is a $40 game, full price, that while I can see maybe why it was nominated, because it feels like it leans more into the artistic perspective, and just as playing as a cat game, you know, it's very uh, blatantly obvious to be like, yeah, if you love cats, this is the cat game, right? Yeah. Because it is more so simulating what it's like to be a cat than any other game that's come before, right? It's not like a cat RPG, you know, like it's not Cat Quest 2 or anything. <laughs> but uh, I I enjoyed it for what it's worth. I think what I also liked about it was it was fairly short. So it only took me around like four, three, four hours to like play the whole thing uh, from start to finish. And so it, that was something that was nice just as a uh, palate cleanser, right? To be able to like get through this, finish it, be done. Uh, Because on top of that, uh, the game that's currently consuming my time is Octopath Traveler 2. Nice. And, you know, just as you said, that's the Psych Odyssey documentary is going to be in your discussions at the end of the year. Octopath 2 is going to be in my discussions for the end of the year. Uh, Mostly because it's just hitting that nice JRPG spot, right? Uh Like this is, uh, it's a long game. You know, I'm 30 hours in, I think 31 hours in. But I think I'm only halfway and it is that game where it's going to take me at least another 20-30 hours probably get through the rest of it. But I'm not hating it because I'm really enjoying it. Uh, It does a lot of good improvements over the first game, namely being there are cross-character chapters. So the first game, there weren't really any direct interactions between Mm -hmm. the eight party members. But now they've made dedicated story events where it involves, like, pairs of characters. And it's them, like, actually, you know, more traditional RPG style of being like, hey, I need your help. Or, like, hey, you know, here's some advice, blah, blah, blah. Um, So there's that. And then also, as I feel like a lot of turn-based games should have as an option, you know, as an option, Uh, accelerated game combat. You know, you can hit times two speed, speed up those animations. You know, the first game didn't have this on Switch, and sometimes, you know, when you're playing all these turn-based battles, and especially when you're trying to farm, it takes a lot of extra time, because I think, for me, the first game, I beat after playing for roughly like 50-some hours, and I didn't Mm -hmm. even do the true final ending for the Octopath 1. Um, And so... Having this sped-up combat, having just a lot of uh, niceties that they've added, you know, quality of life improvements, makes this a much more enjoyable experience. And so, you know, it's going to be up there. I'm really digging the music. I'm really digging the presentation. And just from a story perspective, there are a lot of fun things about it, you know, namely being... Uh, The Cleric, who, you know, in the first game is more of a traditional, you know, kind of healer-type character Mm -hmm. that's, like, all about being nice, that's about, like, being giving, you know, being protective, supporting people. In this case, the Cleric is now kind of like a Sherlock Holmes-esque character. Where he's more of a, you know, detective style where he's seeing these events happen. He's critically analyzing things. It does some weird, like, spirit ghost, like, recreations of scenes where it's like, this is the aftermath. But now I'm, like, in my inner mind. I can see what happened, like, beforehand. And what makes it even more of a nod to that character is one of the characters in his story is named Crick. And so, you know that being a direct relation right to Watson Crick. And so there being this kind of like fun dichotomy where really his tone of story is so different from the. I mean, they're all very unique stories, but him in particular, I'm so enamored by being like, I really want to know what happens in your story. I mean, I'm loving all of them, but your story in particular is so different than even the first game that I really appreciate like what they're doing from a writing perspective to have this kind of like, oh, you know, we have the same eight core jobs, right? Like it's the same warrior, apothecary, right? Same everything from the first mm-hmm. game, but we're not repeating similar tropes. Like we want to turn that on its head. So I'm really enjoying that from that perspective. Um, albeit it is taking me away from things that I do want to get to, right? Namely, right, Matt. We both started One Piece Odyssey, and mm-hmm. so that's something I have not touched since uh, you know having bought it. But I do want to get back to it. How right? I got through hundreds of episodes of the anime just so I could play it. So there is kind of a uh, soft spot in my heart to be like, I need to get through this so I can get back to that. Uh, but also, like a Dragon Ishin that came mm-hmm. out right right before Octopath Two. So I just ended up playing Octopath 2 beforehand, so I need to get to that. But for me, since you guys talked about the next new game that's coming out, mine is actually a DLC that I really want to get, and that's the Burning Shores, which is the Horizon Forbidden West DLC. That comes out in April. And, you know, it's $20. I don't know how long it is, but I loved Forbidden West, right? It was on my list uh, for top uh, 2022 experiences. But uh in terms of other things you know i'm not really a resident evil fan you know i'm not here to down try anything it looks great you know i'm excited to see other people play right to see people's feedback on it. it's already got a lot of tens you know matt's reaping in the uh open critic points i think it's sitting at like a 92 right now in yeah open critics, dang so a lot of points for him um but yeah cited for burning shores it's ps5 only so a psa to people that play forbidden west on ps4 you cannot play the dlc unfortunately but uh i'm interested to see what that allows them to do at least in terms of maybe spectacle maybe set piece moments and so I'm really excited to, to play that because I know for uh, some other games, I've kind of missed out on DLC. Like I didn't play the Iki Island DLC for Ghost of Tsushima uh, just because that was kind of at that weird time where other things were out. But since this is coming out kind of in an isolate period, I definitely want to get to it because they also said it takes place right after the end of Forbidden West. So okay. also as a PSA, you need to finish Forbidden West in order to do the DLC so uh, in case you wanted to play it just for the DLC, you know, because it's taking place in Southern California, you won't be able to do that unless you have a save. Let's finish the game. Um, but uh, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, Cause definitely, you know, they show destroyed the destroyed Hollywood sign. Um, and so I'm really interested to see how they show the terrain and everything. Cause how they did Northern California and for Ben West was really cool to see with, you know, the golden gate bridge being collapsed and uh, you know, traveling through the Rocky Mountains and everything. So, yep.
0: I I feel like Horizon, the DLC for the first game, was awesome, and it also had so much implications for the story of the second one. So, I'd be interested in that. Um, Yasser and I do a lot of game sharing, and we actually have we actually have Horizon Forbidden West. It is something that is on my list of I have not downloaded it yet. But it's one of those things where if I can get to Wolong, and I'm pretty I'm pretty far in it. Like, I'm probably halfway. Um, and I'm having a pretty easy time with most of the bosses. I've run up into everybody's, like, worst boss. Like, everybody says, like, oh, like, just wait till you get to Lubu. Like, everybody, every podcast I've listened to, they're like, wait till you get to Lubu, wait till you get to Lubu. I'm at Lubu. I've died to Lubu like 30 times. Oh, Jesus. Um, maybe, maybe maybe, not 30 times, but like probably 10, which I'm, I'm like usually beating bosses within a couple tries or first try for most of these. I don't think it's like been a tough game as of so far. So hopefully as soon as I beat Lubu, hopefully in the next couple of days, days, um, I will get through along. I'm really enjoying it. But it's one of those things where it's like, oh, with this DLC, that's coming out and like the Zeitgeist is happening again. Should I do it now? Should I play Horizon? Um, because I've really enjoyed that game. It's just I need to get through where it's like I'm not playing a open world game right before Horizon. And like Wolong is mission based, very linear, it might be like the prime time, but it also might be one of those things if I stick around too long. Um, my open world game might be Tears of the Kingdom, <laughs> so we'll oh see.
1: yeah, 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 that's true. So, yo,
2: know, H- Horizon will be there for you later. That's in true. Case you don't that's get true. to it now.
1: Um, I I am in the middle of the, other than Mandalorian that, well, uh-huh. and I guess The Last of Us. Um, I started Shadow and Bone season two, and what do you think? I love it. Like, I've seen two episodes. The two episodes were very strong. It's like, let's just okay. go. Um, I love that Netflix has a recap feature. They had, like, a five-minute, like, recap at the beginning of the show. Like, I don't even think that... Well, I don't think the show was even playing. Like, I don't think episode one was even playing, but it was like, skip recap if you wanted to. So, I don't even... Mm-hmm. Like, it might have been a separate clip that just played beforehand. Um, but I'm, I'm very much in. I am... Going to watch the hopefully finish the rest of this weekend. That's what okay, I'm hoping.
0: Cool. I'm trying to get Maddie to watch season one. Oh yeah, because she she watched we watched like a little clip of it, um, and, and I, I think she'd get interest? into it because it's it's awesome. Like yeah. yeah 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 definitely. Um, it's just one of those things where she needs the time to kind of like sit down and like watch it. Um, so I'm kind of I wanted to start watching it just like see the first episode um but i might just wait like i think i think she could probably get through it pretty quick um because i i don't remember it taking that long to binge it when i did it it was eight like, it yeah was like, eight
1: episodes like
0: once you got in you, you were should... in and it was like <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: it was like comfort food like easy to digest it was like i understand all these concepts i've seen them in different things yeah. but like this is a cool way okay cool i like these characters um i'm very excited very very excited to watch Shadow of Bones season two. It's like taunting me every time I go on Netflix. It's just there. It's like continue it's like, hey, watch. Yeah, for you. Yeah. Hey, hey, over here. It's like I know Netflix. I know I'm going. I know it's for me. Just give me a moment. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally. I'm in. I'm ready. Yeah. Also, I'm really bummed because I finally thought I was gonna step back into the anime train because I've encountered mm-hmm. or I've met a lot of people recently that actually like actively watch anime and Mm -hmm. i finally was gonna watch spy family and i think netflix took it down like i don't think netflix has spy family anymore and i'm very sad about it oh okay that's i don't
0: know anything about spy Spy family well
1: i it's it's gotten some internet buzz like i actually i mean obviously like it was kind of popular enough to get on netflix in the first place but i guess they Mm -hmm. just like decided to take it away but For my very limited understanding of the show, Matt, is that there's literally this male spy and female spy that don't know that each other are spies. But, like, one of them creates the fake family, like a fake family for hire. And, like, there's a little girl that they, like, pretend is their daughter who is potentially a telepath and knows okay. that her fake parents are f- spies, but the parents don't know that each other are spies. And it's them just, like, being, like, action slash, I don't know if it's any comedy. Like, it, it sounds like potentially there's comedy, but I don't know. I don't know. Audience, you can write in and let us know if I'm completely off base here. But It sounds cool. Yeah, the art looks really cute, and, like, it sounds fun, and people like it. So, like, I was like, maybe I should watch it but now I can't. Interesting. Because I don't know where it is. I'm like,
0: I know, is it? It's Spy X. I think it's on Hulu.
1: Oh, dang it. I don't have Hulu. So
0: it looks like they pulled it because they may not have yet acquired the rights. So it might be waiting for it to go off Hulu. I'm not sure. Okay. That's really sad. That is sad. That's weird that they would post it and then realize, oh, wait, 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 we can't do it we can't do this this is kind of weird yeah i mean it was Um,
1: on netflix like it was there yeah i guess like it just retired i thought they just retired it or something you know how they like they go through their library Mm um yeah okay but that's that's that oh and i guess we did watch a big old movie we watched ant-man and the wasp quantum mania in this oh, last okay. month, yeah, Matt's like, "What movie that was?" not Alex, movie. what did you,
0: what did you think he about it? He has
1: not seen it yet.
2: I have not seen it. I'm waiting for that Disney. Oh, you were
0: talking about me and you. Yeah, I thought when you guys visited with each other, no. I thought you dragged him to the theater, and I was like, "Oh, cool." No. Yeah, we did. We did watch Ant Man. I definitely um,
1: enjoyed some of it, and then a lot of WTF moments for other. But like mm-hmm, in general, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was good. Like. Like middle of the pack, cause we have like forty movies now. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. I, I didn't think it was that bad. Like I was like, that oh, was fun.
0: Yeah, it was mostly a good time. I did not care for like their play on like character development or lack thereof, like throughout it. Um, I think that Kang was my favorite part, and like I don't, I don't think that's a unique take. I think. I just I He's loved great. Scott. Jonathan though. Majors is awesome. I just didn't, like, the more I thought about it, I think I was pretty high on it compared to other people that we watched it with when it happened, because usually I feel like I'm, like, a Debbie Downer when it comes to, like, Marvel he, show, Mar- Marvel movies. At
1: least in this um, phase. And I was like,
0: this is fine. Like, yeah. this is fine. Um, the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, he didn't really do his thing. Like, he was basically just a dude the entire time you know what i mean yeah and i don't know if it's because like they shrunk him down into quantum mania so there's all these crazy things happening around him and this dude that can shrink or get bigger is like the most normal thing in this universe maybe it just like diluted the impact of ant-man but for me it was just like you know he didn't even like when he was fighting kang it like turned into a boxing match like it didn't even like. He not really utilize his powers that much. Yeah, which is, like very interesting. Um, but I think Kang is awesome. I think Jonathan Majors is here to stay, and I think, you know, there's implications for to confirm that, which like everybody knows. Um, I think that that is great because I, I think that he can pull it off, and it sounds like from just like interviews and kind of me thinking more about what this is going to. All of these different kings like kings everywhere right we've already seen two different kings one in Loki one in Quantumania and then you know there's probably going to be another king in other projects he's acting them in a different way like it's almost like they've given him full ownership just like hey you've got to be king but like with a different (laughs) spin on it and I think he's owning it and like rocking it so I'm really excited to kind of see where he goes from there but I don't know it's one of those movies where I'm like, I'm more excited for movies after this because of this, not as excited for this movie in particular.
1: You know, honestly, though, one of the biggest things that I am excited for in relation to this movie is that the whole like part of the bit of or a bit in this movie is like he's now an autobiographer and uh-huh. Disney is publishing a real quote unquote real version of of his autobiography, like the writer is pretending to be Scott Lang and wrote a book, or some a group of people wrote this book. I have no idea. Are you gonna, gonna get it. it? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm getting it. And it's it's gotten. It's me. A- it's it's me asking for a favor and getting this book from the source. We're not gonna divulge any sources, but. I'm
0: getting. How how long have you known Paul Rudd? (laughs) (laughs) I know you're talking about a source. I go
1: to his candy store in New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm a frequenter there. They're tight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I'm so excited to read that book. Matt, you're going to see me blow through it on Goodreads, you know? It's just going to be like read or reading and then immediately read. I'm excited for it.
0: All I'm finding out is because now I have a Goodreads is that a lot of my friends read a lot and I feel <laughs> kind of inadequate because you guys no. blow through some books. I am halfway through Hail Mary and it is awesome. I'm just saying like it is fantastic. My cup of tea. Really fun. Just enough science. Like a beautiful like just enough rendition adventure of the scientific method. Yeah. To like make me as like a science guy just like love it. And I Yes the entire time I'm like, this is going to make a great movie. Yeah, hell yeah. I yes. am excited for this to be a good movie. Let me go see it. And um can't wait. So I'm not gonna say more because I I believe that Alex is gonna read this one day and I don't wanna give or I anything. can just watch it. Matt Well that's true. I
1: so Hey, listen,
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna down you on that because that's been my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you want your next book, The Martian, same author, Or did you not like the movie? Or did you see the movie and like not? I like.
0: I really like the movie. Okay, I really like the movie. But you've already seen the Um, movie, so
1: you might be less inclined to potentially read the book.
0: So, I feel like so I'm. I got to be real with you guys. Be real. Like my goal is. My goal is twelve books in a year, Mm -hmm. and we are getting dangerously close to being done with the third month of the year. And this is the only book that I've read. Um. So I think I might need to be more strategic on which books I read. So oh. I don't know how big the Martian is, but like this is like a pretty chunky book. Like it's four seventy-five pages, like four hundred and seventy five pages. Um I think if I gave it more time that like I could rock it out. Um, but there's definitely some books on like my bookshelf that I've bought in the past that I um have been meaning to read. Like um Askawada.
1: Oh yeah. Like, talking
0: about like the one of the old bosses from Nintendo. Yeah. Like there's certain Maybe a little bit smaller, like maybe 200, 300 pages that I have been meaning to do to maybe do first. Um, But I've had multiple people say, oh, if you like that, you definitely need to do The Martian. So it's probably inevitable. I'll probably read The Martian at some point this year. I just checked. it's Thanos would say. It's
1: 384 (laughs) pages.
0: Okay. So that's less. That's less than Hail Mary. So that's. That is less. I'll take it. Okay. So maybe I'll do it. Cool. Yeah.
1: That's like 100 pages less.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah I'll take it. Oh yeah ask a definitely let me know if that's good I've been I've been interested in that book and in Reggie fiame's book disrupting the game
0: yeah and then mm-hmm.
1: even like um, Bob Iger's book about Disney like mm-hmm. him being a CEO so I I am intrigued but I have yet to dabble because I know Al- one of Alex's um like freaking counter challenges was to read a non-fiction book and i was like what is your problem
2: no just adaptive challenge whatever
0: i did see and this is all um i what i really like about goodreads is that you could just like pull up random genres and like see yeah. books that have come out and like different recommendations i did see um i and i'm blanking on his name right now but the guy that played draco malfoy yes um
1: the beyond the wizard that book tom felton
0: Tom Felton, yeah, um, it's been getting a lot of really good ratings and stuff. And it, I, if it has anything to do with just like jumping into that world of what it felt like being a child actor going through that, um, that might be something for you to read. That's true. Like, that's, oh, Beyond the know.
1: Wand. Sorry, not Beyond the Wizard. Beyond
0: the Wand. Beyond okay, the yeah. Wand. Um, Look at me, knowing books.
1: Yeah, giving out Rex. That's what this is this... all about. You know what I'm saying?
0: That goal episode, it's, it's going to do dividends. Now, if we could only get started on Persona 5 Royal. Don't, like,
1: ooh. To, don't remind yeah. the audience. But,
2: but you you know what the motto of Persona 5 is? What is it?
0: Take your time.
1: Oh, oh that is true. That, then I
0: got to get started. That's true. Um, I actually did give myself like a, a pep talk about it because the first day in Persona 5 Royal is sometime in April. Like it's like April 9th. So maybe that's just the time to where I'm going to restart. We'll see. Cool. Um, all right. Look, this is this has become a pretty chunky episode. Is there anything else you guys just want to give a quick shout out? We kind of been jumping all around. Alex, Tiffany. I'm holding. You don't have to.
1: I'm holding it in.
0: You're holding yeah. it in. Uh,
2: I'll, I'll shout out. Okay, uh, Alex. So as Matt mentioned, you know, Tiffany and I, we traveled. I traveled. We traveled. Uh, we went to New York City.
1: Big Apple. And nice. And
2: I saw my first play on Broadway. Cool. Which one? And uh, The Book of Mormon. Oh, nice. Did and you? Would you recommend it? I would say I recommend it only with the caveat that some of the jokes don't age well, okay. uh, especially in this uh, 2023 climate. But besides that, I'd say generally it's still a fun time. Uh, a lot of great songs yeah. that do age well. And also just uh it was a great experience of you know, it being my first play on Broadway that I got to see definitely was a good time, so no regrets there. uh but yeah,
0: cool. that sounds good. That sounds like a wrap, everybody. This has been episode seventy nine of the r x p podcast um if listen, it's been a while. It's been over a month since we've been recording. It's been even longer since we've heard from you all, so reach out on gmail um podcast at gmail.com find us on twitter rxp underscore podcast or hey you're on you're watching this on youtube like subscribe do do all those things the bells the whistles everything help Um, us
2: with the algorithm yeah
0: help us with the algorithm help us help you um do all those things um and we'll we'll see you next time tell us all about the things that you've been playing But as far as we are concerned, have a great rest of your day. Shout out to Grandmaster Doug, and we will see you next time. What is a toad?
2: They're tight.